0: Good morning, sunrise. Welcome to church on this nice, cool fall summer—not some fall summer. What? This fall (laughs) Sunday morning. (laughs) My brain's confused. Still in want of summer, I guess. Anyway, welcome to church on this great day. We had a great fall kickoff last Sunday. Lots of people getting involved and connecting and serving at this church. So, uh, and uh, we had a a wonderful time. um, voting and extending a call to our next pastor, Dennis Moles, so we're pretty excited about that. And I just feel like there's a a thankfulness in the air. Um, So we picked a song, I Thank God, to start things off this morning, but I also, I have a psalm, part of Psalm 111, I'd like to read to kind of kick things off this morning. So here's a few verses from Psalm 111, Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them full of splendor and majesty in his work, and and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All His precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. So God is faithful and we are a thankful church. So why don't we, as we stand together this morning and sing and worship, um, be in the mindset of what you're thankful for today. Let, that, let some, some thoughts of being thankful come to your mind as we worship. So stand with us, let's sing.
1: Nights wanting a place to hide this weary soul, this
2: vagabond.
1: I'm tempted to my might, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting this vagabond. And just when I ran. that I was not alone. Here we go. You picked me up. You turned me around. You placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. Because you healed my heart. You changed my name. Forever free. I'm not the same. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. I thank God. I cannot deny what I see. Got no choice but to believe. My doubts are burning like ashes in the wind. So, so long to my old friends. Burden and bitterness. You just keep it moving. Now you ain't welcome here. Till I walk the streets of gold I sing of how you saved my soul This wayward sun has found its way back oh, 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 You pick me up You turn me around You place my feet on solid ground I thank the Master I thank the Savior Because you healed my heart You changed my name I thank the Master, I think the Savior,
0: I thank God. Let's declare this this morning. Here we go. I lost another
1: one, I am free. Yes, I am
2: free.
1: I am free. Let's celebrate. I lost another one, I am free. Yes, I am free. I am free. Have lost another one. I am free. Yes, I am free. I am free. Have lost another one. I am free. I am free. I am free. Have lost another one. I am free. I am free. Yes, I am free. Have lost another
2: one.
1: Because you feel my heart, you change my name. Forever free, I'm not the same. I think the Master, I think the Savior, I think You gave your life for mine, nailed to the cross, you crucified, all my sin and shame, it was washed by your mercy, you are the treasure I find, my reason for living So only. the keys to my life is you bring things to life and you roll stones away All all praise to the Lord For God, for the Lamb had conquered death, and the dead rose from their tomb.
0: let's pray together yes god we praise you you are the king of kings we praise you for what you've done in our lives jesus for what you did for each one of us dying on the cross to save us from our sins we praise you forever for you are good you are kind you are faithful so thankful, God, for who you are in our lives. Will you meet us here right now? Meet us where we're at, each one of us. We have different stories that we bring here this morning. That you would meet us here, Jesus. Some of us need healing. Some of us need relief from anxiety, from depression, for that you would just wash over each person here this morning, God, that you would be the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the strong tower we can run to, the refuge that we can find safety in, because you are a faithful God. You, Jesus, for who you are.
2: In your name we pray. Amen. Would you guys take a seat?
0: Well, welcome once again to all you guys. And I don't think I said it earlier, but welcome to you guys worshiping with us online as well. Um, we are just excited to be here this morning together, worshiping and singing and hearing God's word together. For those of you guys with us online, I I've, I've say this week in and week out, and as, as do our other people doing announcements. Uh, but there's a QR code for those of us in the worship center. For you guys online, there'll be a code that drops in the comment section for you guys to get to connect. And if this is your first time here, you can click on that link. That'll bring you to announcement page that you can um, fill out a little questionnaire. Um, you guys can answer some questions about um, what you think about the service or if you have questions about Sunrise, and then we'd love to send you a little gift in the mail later this week for filling that out. And those are, that goes for you guys, too, here in the service. If you're new, you can scan that QR code, and that'll bring you there. Um, so a couple of announcements. Like I said, um, we had fall kickoff last week. It was a great success. Had lots of people here um, signing up for ways to connect and ways to serve. If you weren't here, we had tables all across the front um, with all the different ministries we had. Pub theology, wine and theology, we had small groups through his company, women's ministry, we had kids' ministry, youth ministry, all of our local missions and global missions as well. Um, Just, we, I, I, I know we said this for years. That at Sunrise, we, when you call Sunrise your home and you have kind of dug in, call this place where you want to be, we ask that you just find a way to connect and a way to serve the local body here. So um, we had lots and lots of opportunities. And if you weren't here or if you didn't have time to sign up, we have all those ways back at the Connect table. Um, we'll continue those there for the next few weeks if you guys want to find out more about throughs Company, what that means or what small groups are. Those are starting up next week. Um, pretty quickly here, we have, I think the Women's Ministry Bible Study is a couple weeks yet. And also, on the back wall, you may have seen when you came in behind the Connect table, there's those, um, all those cars going to strung up on the wall. Those are all those different ways to serve. Um, worship team Kids ministry, youth ministry, hospitality, the greeting, and the refreshments. We wouldn't have coffee without a refreshment team. So um, different ways to serve as well. So check that out. Um, I think my wife and Kayla will meet you guys there after the service. If you want to serve, sign up and get your picture taken. It's pretty snazzy. You can get a picture up on the wall. Um, so anyway, if you have questions about those things, there'll be a couple people behind the connect table after the service to answer any questions about connecting. And next... We have a fall fundraiser coming up. pretty excited about it. Our local and global missions are... Um, let me pull up my notes so I make sure I don't get any of this wrong. So we have a fundraiser coming up. Our local and global missions um, w- that will be represented are... Uh, Christ for India, and also um, Remember Niger. So, we're gonna have a fun night, a lot of food and activities. We're gonna have a chili cook off for those of you guys who like to cook chili. Those of you guys who have really good recipes. My wife and I will be one of them. We think ours is pretty darn good. Uh, but there'll be a $5 entry for those of you who want to enter that and cook chili. There'll be a $5 entry for kids if you guys like to bake. If, like, Kids Baking Challenge is your favorite show on TV, you can um, enter that contest and bake as well. And anyone who comes that night to uh, support those local and global missions, or the global missions, rather, um, there'll be a $5 admission fee to come and taste all the chilies. You can taste all the chilies you want and uh, vote for them. And the uh, I think there's some pretty cool prizes as well, actually, for the winner of the chili cook-off and the bake-off as well. So stay tuned for those things. But mark your calendars. That is going to be October 15th. It's a Saturday at 5 p.m. here at the church. So um, maybe don't eat lunch that day. Come really hungry for lots and lots of good chili. So uh, that is going to be coming up and then. And that is my last announcement, I think, for you guys. So That said, we are going to move into our time of greeting, where we'll stand up and greet one another, maybe find someone you don't know, and say hi, and also for our kids, time for our kids to head back to Sunrise Kids and have a good time back there. Let's chat.
3: Good morning, Sunrise. I have the honor of introducing our speaker this morning. Dr. Rochelle White is a preacher, pastor, teacher, writer, scholar, consultant, and life coach. She serves at Kuiper College as professor of youth ministry and director of ministry internships. She's an associate minister at First Community African Methodist Episcopal Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And for more than 30 years, Dr. White has served children, youth, and young adults as an elementary school teacher, after school program coordinator, teen counselor, summer camp director, mentor, youth program director, and pastor. Rochelle's life mission. Yeah, right? Isn't that great? (laughs) Did I miss anything? <laughs> Rochelle's life mission includes assisting God's people in discovering their true identity and purpose on their journey toward human flourishing. Um, long story short, Dr. White is an incredible Christian thinker and doer. Uh, she is a professor of mine from Kuiper College, and we couldn't be happier to have her here this morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Good morning, Sunrise. Good morning, Good morning Sunrise. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. To Julie, where are you, Julie? She's with the children. Well, I want to thank her for recommending me to come. I'd like to thank Carol for the invitation. I'd like to thank Dan and the worship team for leading us in worship this morning. And Noah, thank you for your wonderful introduction. And I'm happy to be here. And I'd like to also introduce or acknowledge my dear friend, Sister Martha Williams, who has traveled with me this morning from First Community AME Church. So we're going to get right into the sermon. She was the 15th child born in her family on July 10th, 1875. She was born free after the Emancipation Proclamation. She was not born into slavery. However, that did not mean that things were equal. I'm talking about Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune, educator and champion for women's rights. As a young woman, Mary tried to understand the world around her. And in trying to understand the world, Mary realized one important thing that would affect her for the rest of her life. White people could read and black people could not. But more than anything, Mary wanted to read. She wanted to write and she wanted to learn. And education would be Mary's blessing. God opened the doors for Mary to attend school College and graduate school. Mary decided that because of the blessing of education that she received, she would give back. Mary became a teacher. Giving back and help serving others became essential to Mary's purpose on earth. She knew that she was blessed to be a blessing. With $1.50 in her purse, a determined effort to sell sweet potato pies, Mary opened a school for black children in Daytona Beach, Florida in October of 1904. It was called the Daytona Literary and Industrial School for Negro Girls. Five little girls were her first students, and they learned alongside their teacher in a four-room house. This was the beginning for Mary and her educational legacy. Throughout the years, she would educate many young black people. She was blessed to be a blessing. In 1923, she opened the historically black college, Bethune-Cookman, where she served as president for almost 20 years. At Bethune-Cookman, she passed on the blessing of being hardworking students, public servants, and responsible citizens. In her last will and testament, Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune said, if I have a legacy to leave my people, it is my philosophy of living and serving. As I face tomorrow, I am content, for I think I have spent my life well. My question to you this morning is, are you spending your life well? I would like to use as a subject, blessed to be a blessing. Let's pray. Lord, I cannot speak unless you loose my tongue. I only stammer and speak with uncertainty. But if you, O God, will touch my mouth, I will proclaim your word. God, this is your day. We are your people. We come rejoicing and are glad in it. So speak, Lord. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Our story is found in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. And it reads, The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and from your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all of the peoples will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. So the call of Abram begins following the story of the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11. God confused the language of the whole world in that story. We learn that in in Babel, the whole world spoke one language and had one common speech. During that time in the ancient world, the people united to build a tower that would reach to the heavens because they wanted to make a name for themselves. This group of people were driven by pride and arrogance. And the Bible says that the Lord came down and scattered people throughout the earth and brought about the diversity of human languages. God's judgment created a new human situation and how people would would live in relationship to each other. All of humanity became sinful and was in need of redemption. Left to their own devices, the people moved farther away from God and stood in need of salvation, which would come through the saving work of Jesus Christ. After God dispersed the people, we find the recorded genealogy of Noah's sons, Shem to Abram. In verse 1 of chapter 12, we find God speaking to Abram. And God says, leave your country and your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. God is calling Abram from his comfort zone to obey his call. He says, go. We learn that Abram cannot stay where he is. If he's going to fulfill God's plan for his life, Abram can't stay in the same place doing the same thing. Abram has got to go. He's got to leave. He's got to move. He's got to progress. He's got to journey forward. Abram's got to get going. God is calling Abram to be a key player in his plan of redemption, his plan of salvation. God revealed to Abram his plans for the human race in the immediate present and for the far away future. Abram has been invited to participate in what God is doing. God tells Abram in verse 2 of chapter 12, I will make you a great nation and I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. So Abram is blessed to be a blessing. And it's important to note that Abram did not choose God. But God chose Abram to fulfill his purposes. And this applies to us. We did not choose God. But God has chosen us to fulfill his purposes on earth. Isaiah 43 verse one reminds us, he who created you, he who formed you, God says, I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, and you are mine. We are blessed to be a blessing to others. God continues in chapter chapter 12 verse three, He says, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. This verse tells us that God promises to bless Abram and that we will be the beneficiaries of that promised blessing. God's blessing has flowed from Abram down to us. The most significant of these blessings is salvation through Jesus Christ. So when God blesses you, he puts you under his care, under his protection, and under his favor. Through the blessing of Abraham, we are cared for by God. We are protected by God, and we walk in the favor of God. However, we are not to to contain the blessings to ourselves. We have been blessed to bless others. God gives us a mission of blessing. What is a mission of blessing? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Mission is defined as the God-given responsibility of the church and each believer to bring God's love and Christian gospel to all people through evangelism, education, and ministry. The mission of serving others and sharing with others by using our spiritual gifts, talents, and resources is our responsibility of being a blessing to others. So let's review this teaching. First, God speaks to Abram and us and says, Go, leave your comfort zone. Now, comfort zone does not always mean picking up and moving to an unfamiliar place. Leaving your comfort zone might mean stop watching so much TV. Stop hanging out with sports all day Sunday. Stop spending so much time at the mall. Stop spending so much time on social media. And give some of that time to tutoring a child. Attending a sports event with a young member of the congregation. Visiting a member who is sick or shut in. Assisting with the meal ministry, joining the worship team, or finding ways to help in our schools and community organizations through evangelism education and ministry. Leaving your comfort zone could mean reaching out to build a relationship with someone of a different ethnicity, race, or culture. The second message God gives Abram and us is that you will be a blessing. So I need some participation in this part. (laughs) If God has blessed you, let me see your hands. If God has cared for you, protected you, provided for you, and allowed you to walk in favor, let me see you stand up. Now, I want you to look around. We are a blessed people. You're standing now because you realize that God has blessed you. But what are you going to do when the sermon is over? Will you sit down on your blessings and keep them to yourself? God is too good for us not to praise him. God is too good for us not to serve him. God is too good for us not to give him glory. So let's be a blessing to someone else. You can take your seats. The Bible lists at least 12 spiritual gifts. And you have been blessed with at least one of them. You may have more than one. When are you going to use the gifts that God has given you to bless someone else? God does not withhold blessings from us. So why is it so difficult for us to bless others? We are blessed. So let's be a blessing. Some of you might be saying, I'm too old. Let the young people do it. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you that Abram was 75. When God called him in Psalm 92, verse 14, we find these words. Even in your old age, they will still produce fruit. They will stay fresh and green. As long as you have God's breath in your lungs, God can and will use you. The third lesson we learn from this text from chapter 12. And verse 4 it says, Abram obeyed God. We are called to obey God. He left his comfort zone because God made him a promise. Abram embraced his call to be a blessing. And if we are going to be a blessing, we must go. We're called, God will bless us in our going, and we must obey. You might be saying that I can't hear God speaking to me. I don't know what he's saying. I would say that you're not looking in the right places or putting yourself in the right position because God speaks to us through his word. From Genesis to Revelation, it is through his word that God blesses us And then we share that word to bless others. Try reading the Bible more than on Sundays. Because God's word is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. Did you know that in Genesis, God is the breath of life? In Exodus, he is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he's your high priest. In Numbers, he's the fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is Israel's guide. In Joshua, he's salvation's choice. In Judges, he is Israel's guard. In Ruth, he's the kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, Jesus is your trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he is sovereign. In Ezra, he is the true and faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he is the builder of the walls and of lives. In Esther, you'll see him as courage. In Job, he is the timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he is the morning song. In Proverbs, he is our wisdom. In Ecclesiastes, he's time and a season. In Song of Solomon, he's the lover's dream. In Isaiah, Jesus is the prince of peace. In Jeremiah, he's the weeping prophet. In Lamentations, he's the cry for Israel. In Ezekiel, he's the call from sin. In Daniel, he's the stranger in the fire. In Hosea, he is forever faithful. In Joel, he is the spirit's power. In Jonah, he is the great missionary. In Micah, he's the promise of peace. In Nahum, he is our strength and our shield. In Habakkuk and Zephaniah, Jesus brings revival. In Haggai, he restores that which is lost. In Zechariah, he is our fountain. In Malachi, Jesus is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. That's the roll call for the Old Testament. Should I continue with the new? In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's not just God, he's the Messiah. In Acts, he's the raining fire from heaven. In Romans, Jesus is the grace of God. In Corinthians, he is the power of love. In Galatians, he is freedom from the curse of sin. In Ephesians, he's our glorious treasure. In Philippians, he is the servant's heart. In Colossians, he's God and the Trinity. In Thessalonians, he's our calling king. In Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, Jesus is our mediator and our faithful pastor. In Hebrews, Jesus is the everlasting courage. In James, he's the healer of the sick. In First and Second Peter, he is our faithful shepherd. In John and Jude, he is the lover coming for his bride. And in Revelation, in the very end, when it's all said and done, he always was, always is, and always will be the first, and the last the beginning and the end the lamb of God the great I am our savior forever the God who blesses us to be a blessing God's word gives us direction God's word gives us hope and the promise I'm gonna ask the worship team if they will come And as I take my seat, I want to end with these three words. Go. Leave your comfort zone. Bless others. And obey what God says. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: We're going to sing about this faithful God. together as we close the service, and we can also give of our tithes and offerings, which is um, through the QR code on their chairs or in the bucket in the back. So let's continue singing. Let's worship God today.
1: God of covenant, your faithful promises, time and time
0: again, you have proven, you do just what you say,
1: through the storms may come and the winds may blow, I remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to you. your face Though the earth may pass away, your word remains the same. Your history can prove there's nothing you can't do, you're faithful and true. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I remain stay.
4: this blessing. May the grace of God be ever amazing in your life. May goodness and mercy be your constant companions. May you experience the peace of God that the world doesn't understand. May the blessings of God flow in your life like a never-ending waterfall. And now unto God, who is the architect of the universe and the creator of all, unto God be glory, majesty, dominion, and power. And all of us said together, amen.